0: Welcome. My name is Heather O'Brien and today we're going to talk about the love of God. It's revealed in Christ Jesus, you know. Uh, One of the basic fundamental verses that we learn when we're first new Christians is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. And this verse is so foundational. It's so it just hits the mark of the whole gospel, the whole the whole message of what Jesus did for us, and it and what God did for us is saying God loved us so much that He gave His Son. And it in other words, His love is revealed through Jesus. And so today we're going to talk about His love and how it's revealed. Through Jesus and what it looks like practically, and how we can apply it to our life. So, one of my favorite love verses is Ephesians three eighteen and nineteen, and I want you to notice how it's four dimensional because that's one of my favorite things is finding um, what I call weapons of warfare. They come in packs of four in, in the Scripture. So, Ephesians three eighteen and nineteen says, "And may you have the power to understand." as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. And may you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully. And then you'll be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So that's just a couple of sentences there, but it, man, I've, I've had a revelation after revelation just stewing on this verse, just repeating it and just reading each and every word. It says that you're supposed to be powerful. <laughs> that's, that's the very first thing. May you have the power to understand. Actually understanding is power. It, it says all God's people should understand his love but it's saying it's a four-dimensional love and I would like to propose to you what I believe the the wide and long and high and deep is. The To first experience his love we must remember it's all about Jesus, and I try to imagine myself looking at a cross because you know he was he was crucified on a cross, and so as his as his arms are stretched out wide, is they're just sitting there waiting for us. It's like they're always open and available for us, and his wounds were so deep on that cross that it might penetrate every. Part wound that we would have coming going through life and Long I think about how long the cross is, and and how long he's waited for us How long he's imagined us coming to him and coming to get to know him and high is one of the It's one of those that I can't actually picture on a cross because if you think about mathematically, there's no there's only the three dimensions mathematically and it's like this this high is it's actually an experience and it and it goes with the rest of this verse it says may you experience the love of Christ because it's too great to understand fully it's like you can understand the power of the gospel and all that I described about the cross you can get that in your mind basically but you can't completely one hundred percent know God's love through Jesus without experiencing it, and I know there's there's some people who just are so against experiences. But this is biblical. It says you have to experience His love to understand Him fully. To understand love fully, you have to experience it. And so, let's um, I, I talk about experiencing His love and what it looks like. The the first step to experiencing his love is actually just letting him pour his love out on you and that means you know surrender that means letting loose that means letting him take care of you nurture you and not feeling like you have to fix everything you don't have to make everything work out it's just you just completely can just trust him and it's um, in an experience I want to say it can happen daily. It can happen moment by moment. It can happen just each time you trust in Him and He comes through. You you actually experience His love. The experiences can happen in in, in other ways, too. It can happen in a church service or in your home when you're reading or you're worshiping or you are you have someone actually lay hands on you and, and you, you feel the Holy Spirit just impart His presence on you. Those are times that you can actually experience love a lot of times you can experience his love through others um you know one of the most recent things that happened with me is I got to experience God's love through my six-year-old at his birthday party he turned six we went to an arcade and he got all these tickets and it's time to you know pick his favorite prize out and see how he has lots of tickets so he really could pick lots of prizes so he's looking around and Next thing I know, he's coming to me. He has already picked out his very first prize, and he—it was for me. It was a little golden ring with a smiley face on it, and I'm telling you, he—he he wanted. He saw me put it on my finger. It fit perfectly on my ring finger. I just—I can't imagine feeling God's love in any more perfect of a way. I've never felt any more love by God when I felt that love through my six-year-old giving up his one his very first prize at his birthday party he gave to his mom and I I don't I I can't I can't begin to understand what went through his mind to, to think about that but he was very proud of himself he was he was do you like it mama do you like it and you know, the next day he wanted to see if I was wearing it, and I was, and I just, I felt God's love, so I just want to tell you, you can experience God's love in a bajillion different ways, it can be in all the things that I've talked about, and probably way more than I've ever experienced, because he's continual, he's, he, he's fresh each day, there's always a new experience waiting for him, and if you haven't ever actually experienced his love, or realize that you've experienced it I just want to challenge you to to capture these moments capture these special moments because it's not it was not just my son showing me love it was the love of God in him showing me love and next um, once you can actually feel his love then you're actually able to reciprocate that love back because it says that he first loved us so that we can love him And as you feel that, like, let's just keep using this example with my son. as I felt that love back, you know, from God, I was able to actually, you know, I kissed my son, I hugged him and thanked him and got teary-eyed and all that. And I also worshiped God in that moment. In my heart, I was just so in love with the God of the universe in that moment because I felt it. I felt his love. And so I was able to reciprocate it back and say hello. So once you can let him pour it out on you, and you can pour it out on him, it creates this valve between between you, between heaven and earth and you and him, and there's a connection that's made where this love just gets funneled through, and it's going up and down and up and down, and if there's no hindrance to this love, then you can do the other two steps, which is love yourself and love others. Once this love is connected, you start to love yourself. You start to realize that you were made in God's image because you've been worshiping God. You've been saying, thank you, God. Thank you. I love you. I feel your love. And you know you become what you worship. You become, you get to look like what you worship. You get to feel like what you worship. And I I feel like that's the ultimate reason why he wants us to worship him. It's not because he needs it. It's because he knows that we need it. Because the thing that we keep our eyes on is what we end up looking like. It's what we end up wanting to be like. It's, and so, as we love Him and we worship Him, we, we inevitably can love ourselves. We, we realize that we were made in His image. We realize that we are good because He said we are good. And as we love ourselves and we feel worthy, we feel no shame and fear and we, no self doubt. We just feel confident because. God of the universe is on our side and he's loving us so well we start to love ourselves and then we can do the last step which is love others and I just want to we will read mark uh, 12 30 to 31 It says and you m- must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul all your mind and all your strength notice that's four and it says the second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself no other commandment is greater than these so it's saying that love your neighbor as yourself so first you have to love yourself and then you can love your neighbor and that's what that's what it's all about it says love your love god with all your heart soul mind and strength then love yourself as you love others so you're loving God, He's loving you, you're loving yourself, and then you can love others. And it's I don't believe you can love others to the potential that He has planned for us or given us is the availability to love others well or to love yourself well cannot happen until this tunnel between you and God and this love that He can pour out on you and you can pour out on Him is completely 100% open it's like this stream that goes up and down and it's as it is not hindered you will be able to love yourself and love others well which is what he is commanding and so he's giving you step-by-step instructions through all of these verses and we'll talk about the power of four here it says your heart your soul your mind and your strength your heart and your soul is all you in your mind it, and is saying all everything you think about everything that you contemplate with all that you are with your emotions even in other words you're not letting fear and worry and doubt cloud your emotions you're you're full of the the pure thoughts that he told you to think about that the pure and lovely thoughts and your as your heart and your soul and your mind are all in this pure stage then your body too with all of your strength that means with everything that you are, you can love God. That means everything you put your hands to, you're loving God. That means as you're uh, wiping your your kid and changing diapers, as you're cleaning the house, as you're going to the office for work, or whatever it is that you're doing, you're doing it wholeheartedly for God in worship. It's, there's, the, you know, there's the other verse that says, let everything you do be for Him and if it's all for him then you're inevitably worshipping him while you do you know you can worship him at any moment of the day no matter what you're doing, no matter what you can, what even relationships are worship. just everything you do should be to glorify God and as you're doing that you're can, you're keeping that funnel tunnel open where you and him are 100% in tune with how much you, you love each other and when you love each other then you get to yourself and love others well. So the last uh, my one of my favorite verses, I love all of this, all of these verses are just so good and juicy. I could just feast on them for months and I have. Romans 8, 38 and 39. Uh, and notice there's gonna be four weapon a weapon of warfare in here where things come in for too and I'll point it out when we get done. It says Am I and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that is the whole essence of John 3, 16, Ephesians 3, 18, 19, Mark 12, 30, one, that I've already spoken over. Here. It's saying that the love of God is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. If you just skip over that part, you're not going to get it. He's saying, my love is revealed through Jesus. Jesus is the flesh on earth that reveals how much he loves you. And so when you read the Gospels, you get to see how much God loves you. Okay, so let's just talk about the powers of four here. It says not death nor life, that's one. Neither angels nor demons, that's two. Neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, that's three. And not the pow- not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love, that's four. So death nor life, that's obvious. Death nor life. It's is your body in tune right angels nor demons that's the spirit world your fears for today and worries about tomorrow that's your mind your mind is so important that's where the battle is and not even the powers of hell so that's even above the angels or demons not above but different than it's saying that there's different kinds of spiritual things going on there is a second heaven and a third heaven and all of this stuff none of this stuff not your worries, not your fears, no demons, no not even death can separate you from how much God loves you. And I just want to leave you with that today. God loves you so much. He loves you with an everlasting love. It will never end. It will never fade. He thought of you before he could before the foundation of the world, he thought of you. You were planned, you were thought about, you were fashioned with his personal hands. He's the architect and you're the model, and you are great, you are lovely, you are beautiful, and you are good, because he says you are good, and you are loved, because he says he loves you. So bless y'all today, have a blessed day, and just keep feasting on God's word. Love you. Bye.